4: Well, all right. Good morning everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Wednesday, the 16th of February 2022. The date 2162022 2162022. That's your date. We welcome you to the show on this uh, middle day of uh, the shortest month of the year. 28 days here. We're at the 16th day already. Looking out the uh, window of the studio where we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs right here at Sports Talk 1400 a.m. in Las Vegas. The sun is shining, the sky is blue, and the ground is dry. Right now it's 52 degrees, going to get up to 66 today. A little bit cooler than it was last week, but uh, really pleasant weather at this time of the year. Remember, it's at the 16th day of February. We're in the wintertime, you know. And it's uh, we're living large here as far as weather. It's good, it's great. Here in Las Vegas, we welcome everybody listening worldwide on the many different uh, platforms and uh, streaming uh, that we have out there, so we can get to you all wherever you may be in this globe. They include our websites, racedaylas dot com dot Vegas dot right, and of course um, your smartphones. I say smart devices now because the phone is such a small part of these things anymore. Your iPhone, your Android, you can get your phone app, app, KSHP app, at your app store so you can hear us now streaming. And by the way, all the other great sports programming on Sports Talk 1400 AM from your gaming capital. And of course, wherever you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So we welcome you however, wherever, whenever you get us to the show as we begin another week of racing, uh, Las Vegas style from Las Vegas here at Sports Talk 1400 AM. And now we go into the long wait sports fans do, anyhow, football fans. The long wait until football starts again because the Super Bowl uh, finished up the season, the 56th Super Bowl on Sunday. And what a day it was. What a day it was for the sport itself and, and for sports betting. I mean, Super Bowl action in Nevada. 179 books. Here in la uh, in the state of Nevada took in one hundred and seventy nine point eight million dollars in action on the Super Bowl that blew out the record of one hundred and fifty eight point six million dollars. They were really cranking it in, and the score of the game and the way the prop bets went on the war and peace volumes of uh, prop bets they had in the books went to the favor of the race books and sports books, I should say. Well, went in favor of the race, too. But the uh, sports books, the best result, as far as their action was concerned, was the score at the end of the game where the Rams beat the Bengals 23-20. to Now, the Rams opened up a four-point favorite one up to... F- as much as five, went down to f- uh, back down to four. So they won the game but didn't cover. The over-under total started at 50, went down to 48, then back up, but da ding ba-da-bing. But the total was 43, 23 to 20. And most of the betting public bets the favorite to the over. So the books swept all of that stuff because it stayed under, and the Rams did not cover their point spread. So out of all of that, the books had the biggest win ever in recording these type of things. Their win, they held $15.4 million. That was their win, $15.4 million, which was an 8.6% of the total. Wow. And the American Gaming Association reported also this weekend that the year of 2021 casinos not just sports books not race books casinos all the casinos around the country total took in 53 billion with a b dollars gross which was the highest ever as well so people are out that playing and you know with the expansion of sports betting around and casino betting people are out there getting uh, you know they want action and they got it this weekend in the Super Bowl. Uh, a great uh, great outcome for the books here. That's for sure. They raked in the money. Wow. Our handicappers on the show went uh, all of them liked Cincinnati in one one realm or another, either with the point spread or outright. Every one of our handicappers liked Cincinnati. So we know that they shouldn't be sports handicappers as much as race handicappers i guess all right looking ahead now uh by the way it's 52 degrees out now i said 66 we're going to get up to and uh, we welcome everybody uh, however you get us to the race day show all right as far as the covid thing real quick uh the the numbers are dropping uh, and they're dropping uh, drastically for example clark county the entire clark county only had two hundred ninety positives overnight our infection rate's starting to drop to 18.2%. The state infection rate, 29.4%, and we're going in the right direction. The masks are off, and everybody's being careful and uh, vigilant out there. And as long as we do that, we're going to be in good shape. All righty. I uh, got your uh, TwinQ results from Sunday. By the way, uh, you know, Mattress Mac, Mac and Veil. Uh, Mr. Uh, Run Happy's uh, owner, and a great supporter of not only horse racing, as sports overall. And, uh, you know, le- everywhere you look at the racetrack, right, there's a Run Happy sign somewhere. Santa Anita even calls her uh, their winner circle the Run Happy Winner Circle. So uh, Mattress Max spends a lot of money advertising in this game, and we appreciate that. But uh, his $9.5 million bet on the Bengals on the money line was a loser. And as far as the commercials are concerned, uh, you know, there were a couple of really neat ones. They had a lot of uh, flashback of uh, movies and, and other commercials and stars. So all in all, it was it was a good weekend for, uh, for everybody out there, I think. And especially for Ram fans. All righty, now... On to some of the stuff that's happening here in uh, horse racing. The Kentucky Horse Racing Commission intends to examine its regulation that prohibits stewards, staff, and other KHRC representatives from commenting on rule violations or the examination of potential violations. This according, according to their commissioner at the commission's regular scheduled meeting. Uh... They are making this move after being criticized in some circles for its silence related to the uh, 2021 Derby, Kentucky Derby, in which uh, Bob Baffert's trained Medina Spirit tested positive for a uh, prohibited drug. But the long-delayed stewards' hearing was held February 14th, and officials would not even publicly confirm the date of the hearing, let alone what happened in the hearing. An attorney for Baffert issued a statement following the hearing, while uh, the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission did not. So what's the deal? The commission says, uh, we have all been through the process. I think uh, transparency and more publicized process will allow us to be more effective commissioners in the future in that we will perceive and we we will know what is going on, which is not necessarily how we are perceived to be today. So they're looking to change that. But in the meantime, what the heck's going on? I mean, look, we have 80 days to go until this Kentucky Derby, and we don't even have an official winner of the last Kentucky Derby, and that poor horse has already gone to the racetrack in the sky. Come on. And we're getting down to the nitty-gritty as far as the points are concerned because this weekend at the fairgrounds, the big weekend coming up at the fairgrounds, they will host the Risen Star Stakes, which is uh, part of the uh, series in the uh, Louisiana Derby Series. And the Risen Star will yield 50 points. It's the first race of the year that has now been bumped up from 10 to 50 points. Now we're getting into serious stuff. So the Risen Star Stakes, with 50 points on the line for the leaderboard for the Kentucky Derby, was drawn, as well as all the big stakes races coming up on Saturday at the fairgrounds. And here's how it shakes out. Grade 2, mile and 1-8, obviously on the Merne main for $400,000 for 3-year-olds. And from the rail out, number 1 is Papa Cap, a gun runner offspring, Tyler Gafleon will ride for Mark Cassie. Number two is Russian Tank, Jose Vega for uh, Janaldi Dorochenko. The three is Trafalgar, Colby Hernandez riding for Al Stahl Jr. The four, Tawny Point, Florent Garou for Brad Cox. This is a Windstar, another Windstar offspring or another Winscar-owned offspring by Pioneer of the Nile, Tawny Point. The five is Epicenter, Joel Rosario for Steve Asmussen. The six, Pioneer of Medina, Pioneer of Medina, another Pioneer of the Nile offspring. This one trained by Todd Pletcher, Luis Saez will ride. The seven is Zandon, Jose Ortiz for Chad Brown. The eight is Smile Happy, a run-happy offspring, Kenny McPeak, trained Corey Lannery, will ride. The 9 is Bodak. Marcelino Petruzza, Jr. for Brad Cox. In the 10 is Slow Down Andy. Coming in from Southern California, this son of NyQuest will have the services of Mario Gutierrez for trainer Doug O'Neill and the Redham Racing Group. So that's the field for the Risen Star. And up and down, right up and down, all 10, most of them, exempt of the Bob Baffert trainees, are uh, top contenders at the moment for the Kentucky Derby, which is 80 days away. So there you have it. There it is. All right. On today's show, we've got our handicappers. Uh, Tommy Massis is going to be back with us today. Jonathan Hardoon, who had a horrible bad beat with a, with his pick on Sunday on our show, 25-1 to 1, this horse was. And closed from last place and just did not get up to finish second. So I'm sure Hardoon is recovered by now. Uh, John Lendo will give us an update on what's going on in Southern California. And Jerry Jackowitz, of course, with his Gulfstream picks. Jonathan with his Gulfstream picks as well. And Tommy Massis, his picks whatever. So, with that in mind, we'll go to our first break. When we come back, we'll get you your racing menu, a few other things, and uh, get started with our handicappers on this Wednesday as we begin another racing week from your gaming capital world on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. Grab another cup of coffee. We'll be right
3: back.
5: STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or
2: Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer.
0: From DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show.
4: All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas, our handicappers are standing by. So, uh, without any further ado, Jonathan Ardoon did give us a winner at Oaklawn on Sunday. By the way, uh, the horse was bet down from five to one and paid three eighty. So, Jonathan's—you uh, know—his uh, influence, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, Sunday at uh, Oaklawn, um, let's see. Uh, Santana had a couple of wins. So did Rosario. Okay. Santa Anita. Uh Rich Ang had a winner for us. Another uh horse that paid uh was bet down, paid three sixty, but nevertheless it was a winner. Jonathan's horse, twenty-five to one in the last race at Santa Anita. Big buzz. Jennifer Pfeiffer. Uh Pfeiffer. Uh the Eclipse Award winning apprentice of last year. She gave a tremendous run on this horse coming from last just bit, just missed. Just missed to a horse that paid forty nine sixty. Oh man. Pick six, Sanita, 22435 twenty two thousand four thirty five and change, and the late pick five at San Anita. Now we're talking about how you know you can't make any Well, You could make money on the last pick five on Super Bowl Sunday at San Anita. The winning price is ten twenty thirty nine twenty eighteen sixty forty nine sixty, and to start off with a five dollar winner, that pick five paid thirty three thousand ninety one dollars and seventy cents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ryan Coderolo had a couple of wins. And so did Flavian and Prep, but that figured right It's San Anita. All right, and uh, and the Sam Davis uh, that was Saturday at uh, San- uh, that was Saturday at Tampa. So you already know that price. Okay, so here we go. Let's go to our menu. We've got handicappers waiting, and you want to hear from them, don't you? I do. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the racebook. Samokeo centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas at Sports Talk 1400 AM, where we emanate and originate all this stuff, these will be the first post times to roll out in our books. Yeah. Now, if you're listening any other way through the websites, the phone apps, the podcasting, simply put however, wherever, whenever, First post times are Pacific. If you're not in a Pacific time zone, adjust to it so you don't miss anything. Like, of course, I miss mom and dad, okay? Here's the menu for today. We begin with Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs has a pick six jackpot carry over $49,663. And their first post time at Tampa Bay today is set at 915 Pacific. 915 for their nine race card. Then we have Parks Racing. Parks Racing has a nice Pick Five jackpot carryover. This is a Pick Five jackpot carryover at Parks Racing today. Two hundred ninety-nine thousand sixty-one dollars in the pot. Eleven races at Parks today. First post time is nine twenty-five. Then you go to Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream Park's Pick Six jackpot carryover five hundred ninety-three thousand seven hundred twenty-nine dollars. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know how they do at uh, Gulfstream. They'll pump it up for a single winning ticket. But uh, the cash in the uh, Pick 6 jackpot right now, 593729 They have eight races, just eight today at Gulfstream, and the first post time of 9.30. And the weather should be fine. Because although there's going to be changing weather coming to the East Coast and through the Midwest a little bit later on this week, It is clear up and down the Atlantic Coast, up and down the uh, Gulf Coast, up and down the Pacific Coast. Just clear all the way around, except for one or two little spots here and there, but nowhere near the racing centers. We continue. Mahoning Valley is back in business today after the cancellations last week. Nine races today at Mahoning. Pick six jackpot carryover, 26,833. First post time, 945. Then we have Delta Downs. They have nine races. Their first post time is 11.25. Turf Paradise, Phoenix, Arizona. Turf Paradise has eight races. The first race will be a quarter horse race. And then the other seven of the eight will be thoroughbreds. First post time at Turf Paradise today is 11.55. Sam Houston Park. Super High Five Jackpot Carryover, $18,662 at Sam Houston. And uh, first post time there today for nine races, two o'clock this afternoon. Then we get to Penn National. Penn National, they're pick five for a dollar. When last they raced, 33,600 bucks, wow. So I guess uh, there's no carryover in that thing. Penn National, well they got a super high five jackpot carryover. Oh, that was a pick five. Okay, so they're super high five jackpot carryover still there. Jackpot carryover at $10,202. Nine races pen net today, first post time 3 p.m. Then we'll wrap it up with Turfway Park. Gotta tell you, Turfway Park is they've just got a bunch of horses there, and they're all racing. They've got ten races and full fields. Full fields of 11 or more in each of the 10 races at Turfway Park today. Wow. They got a uh, pick six jackpot carryover, 1640 bucks. Super high five carryover, a regular super high five, $2,917, and a lot of horses. <laughs> First post time for the 10 races today at Turfway Park is 315 Wow. Good stuff there. All right, time to go to our handicappers. Let's go to uh, Jonathan Hardoon first. Jonathan, good morning.
0: Good morning, Ralph. How are you?
4: Are you uh, over that bad beat the other day? Well, what
0: am I going to do? It's been like that for a few weeks. Yes, I've it been has. stuck in seconditis and. Uh, that said said when you give out a 25 to one shot that runs a winning race and you don't collect that's not good
4: well I'm, you know i could tell you that uh, at least uh, if people bet your horse win in place at that price they got 24 20 to place i know that's a good price I, I mean that's a win price anywhere else i'll take
0: yeah, I would think so, but uh,
4: all right. Uh, that's John- just
0: part of the game. It's going to turn around, and those seconds are going to turn to wins.
4: That's uh, uh, that's the way to think. That's for sure. Now, I got to ask you, as a handicapper, what do you think's going on at Turfway Park? I mean, oh, uh, you know, all those races, and they've got uh, you know full fields in all of them at Turfway. I mean, you got. 10 races, and every race has got 11 or more. Well, the 7th race has got 9. I take that back. The 7th race has 9 and the rest are 11 or more.
0: And it's tapita racing, and look at the payoffs, Ralph. Every other day they have a pick-five carryover. Uh, You know, I I dabble there once in a while at night when I'm bored and have nothing to do, and and I have to tell you, the results a lot of times don't make much sense to me, and uh, you have horses running on that stuff for the first time, and it's unbelievable how many horses they have and how full. the You know, the fields are great. If you can connect there, you're going to get paid. But I think it's easier hitting Powerball than hitting some of those pick-fives.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Well, enough said there. At least it's uh, Hey, look, play... If you nothing else, play your lucky numbers. See if you can hit it, you know?
0: And what are you going to do? I mean, I'm telling you, 10 horses every race, you can make a case for seven of them.
4: Uh.
1: You're
0: always going to get paid if you hit. There's no such thing as a $50 pick-five there. It's just
4: unheard of, so... Well, that's good to know. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, at least... uh you know, I know you lost a little money on that horse the other day, but at least, uh, you know, you're not in matrix, uh, Mattress Max uh, $9.5 <laughs> $9. million loss. Uh, uh, you uh, should
0: have bet at least half of it taking the points. I don't get it. <laughs> but That's the way they – I mean, you know, you could save. You bet half the amount on, on the money line and half the amount on – Taking the points, to me, that's the right move. That's the way I played it, and yeah. I'm nobody. I mean, you know, I bet 100 bucks, whatever, yeah. but that's
4: the way I played it, and well, it made got, sense. You got your money back anyhow. Yeah. yeah. All right, Risen Star on uh, Saturday. It looks like the most contentious field of horses assembled uh, this year so far for the Kentucky Derby, and Baffert doesn't have a horse in the race.
0: No, and it's 50 points. It's the first one at 50 points. And now you're going to start to see juggling. Either they're going to resolve the Baffert uh, situation or they're going to start transferring the horses to other trainers because people, you get one shot in your life to make the derby. Obviously, unless your name is Baffert, you're there every year. But for the owners, you're not going to play loyalty here. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, Baffert should be loyal to the owners and let them take the horses and give them to other trainers and take them back after the Triple Crown. You know, that would only be the right thing to do. And uh, either they resolve this and resolve it in a hurry, or that's what we're going to start to see.
4: Well, in that respect, in that vein, the 800-pound elephant, uh, 8,000-pound elephant in the room, so to speak, is uh, Corniche. Yeah,
0: a perfect example. (laughs) What are they going to do? Well, Well, we're going to find out. You see, the, the important thing is that if you look over the years, the last couple of years anyway, a uh, majority of the horses that Bafford had that made the derby earned all their points in the, in, you know, in the 50 and 100-point uh, races. These 10-point races, they don't really mean much. It's, it's the ones starting now that really counts.
4: Well, uh, the winner of the Risen Star will immediately go to the top of the leaderboard as far as the points are concerned. And if Papa Cap or Epicenter happens to win it, they're going to tack on 50 points. To they're already 14, so uh, that's going to get a little bit uh, – but then again, you got twenty, you got 20 positions, and after all, uh, I don't see one horse winning like three of the 100-pointers. And uh, with, no way. With Baffert's horses out of there, you, you know, you might be able to get in, sneak into this derby field with a, uh, a lot lower points than is usual.
0: I would think 60 points gets you in, Ralph. I really would. I don't think there's enough races for horses to earn more than that. The biggest problem for backward horses are gonna be uh-huh. that even though there are still hundred point races, the question is he's gonna to have to run one, two in those races to get horses in. You know, once it gets after this weekend when they when they start going for eighty and a hundred, if he has seven, eight horses on the sidelines that are eligible mm. to run in the derby, you know, what are they gonna do? There was only so many races before the derby. So how many the, the question to find out is how many 100 point races are there, how many 80 point races are there? And then what's going to happen? Baffert's going to have two or three horses in the race. Well the horse that runs third in those races, if it's a Baffert horse may not be good enough. That's well, why you know
4: There are there are no 80s. There are uh, 50s and then you get to the 100s and, and the 100s. Right. Uh, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one hundred point uh, races uh, from March twenty sixth, the Maidan Racecourse, right through uh, the Santa Anita Derby on April ninth. So um, that's uh, the. And you
0: can really take the maid. You can take the maiden race out because he's not shipping anything to maiden to to earn points back. But I don't think. I mean, maybe, but you know, that's a strange route to take to to get to the Derby. So say there are seven races left, and he's got. Six or seven horses that could run in the Derby. Well, now what happens? You know, there's only so many points to go around. He's going to have to run one, two in every one of those races. That does. That, they're not going to do that. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. But what do I know?
4: All right. Well, we'll uh, wait and see how that shakes out. In the meantime, uh, this this ongoing saga with Medina Spirit and uh, and it's just getting ridiculous.
0: It's so stupid. People are just tired, and people don't even care anymore, Ralph. That, that's really the truth. They just uh, are turned off by the whole thing. I mean, you know, people are tired of hearing about it. It's dragged on for 10 months, for God's sake. They yeah. were able to do the, the autopsy on, on the horse, that, on Medina Spirit that died in two weeks, mm-hmm. and they can't do this in 10 months?
4: Well, Doesn't the, make sense. the recent hearing, there was no ruling made at the hearing, no time, and no <laughs> timetable was offered. I mean, come on. So is that the way to run a business? Okay, I Well... No is the answer. <laughs> okay, there you are. All right, time to get started. Let's uh, let's get those seconds into firsts. You've got two sheets today available, Tampa Bay and Gulfstream, both the Florida racing. And what are we doing?
0: We're going to look at the fifth race today at Gulfstream for our first of two radio plays. And uh, seven-horse field, but I like the number seven horse in here, Spring the Beast. Uh, this is a three-year-old call from the David Fox barn. He's listening at 8 to 1 on the morning line. His last race was his only race over a fast track at Gulfstream, and he ran very well. First time out, he caught a wet track. Second time out, he tried to pita. Last time out, he sprinted on the dirt. He's been freshened up, makes his first start as a 3-year-old. First start on Lasix, uh, Jesus Rios aboard to ride, 8-1 on the morning line. I like number seven, Spring the Beast, to upset and win today's fifth race out at Gulfstream Park.
4: All right, the fifth race at Gulfstream Park, Uh, your play, number seven, Spring the Beast, the seven in the 5th race. That's the final, of course, in the uh, early pick 5 and early pick 4. Number 7 in the 5th, Jonathan Hardoon's play at Gulfstream. Where are we going next?
0: We're going to Tampa. We're going to race number 6, a mile and 40 yards. And I like the number 2 horse in here, Tiz Triumph. This is a 4-year-old gelding from the Gerald Bennett barn. He's listed at 12 to 1 on the morning line. He got beat 40 lengths in his last race. However, he had an excuse in that race. Throw that race out, throw the turf race out, two starts back. Go back three and four races. Either one of those races are good enough to get the job done here. Resisted at a 12 to 1 on the morning line. I like number two, Tiz Triumph, to upset and win today's sixth race out of Tampa Bay Downs.
4: All right, Mr. De La Cruz aboard in the sixth race, the two Tiz Triumphant. The two in the sixth race at Tampa is Jonathan Hardoon's play. Let's turn those seconds into wins. Let's start today. On a fresh week on race day, Gulfstream and Tampa's full card available right now at your website, right?
0: Yes, sir. And by the way, Ralph, Naira does not, uh, Aqueduct doesn't resume until Friday this week since there's Monday racing next week. So we'll be doing these traps, I guess, uh, till Friday.
4: Okay. And uh, that is right. Uh, um, this coming Monday is President's Day and a lot of racetracks are having special President's Day racing programs. Aqueduct is one of them. So they kind of switch the Thursday to next Monday, right? Correct. All right. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. Uh, and enjoy the uh, the weather. It seems to be nice right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's up to forty. <laughs> All Thank right, you,
4: Ralph. All right. Thanks a lot, Stay Jonathan. Stay safe and be well. Okay. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Tommy Masses. Good morning. You're down there in Florida, huh? Yes. Good morning, Ralph.
1: Good morning, everyone.
4: Well, uh, you know uh, what? Are we uh, we're still a, a little bit away from uh, Woodbine's opening. So, how you doing down there, at Gulfstream? Everything fine? Yeah,
1: yeah, everything is good. Looks like so far the weather is going to hold out today, sunny. Mhm. So hopefully the rain stays away. There's a small chance of rain later in the afternoon, but so far so good.
4: Uh, yeah, well, let's keep that rain away for sure. That's for sure. Anyhow, um, you know, you gave us uh, some winners last week, and I know you've been, uh, you know, watching and betting on Gulfstream uh, with uh, – well, with interest, as far as a gambler is concerned, but what, have you seen any um, trends or uh, different uh, type of biases we might uh, might uh, consider?
1: It, it seems to be daily. You know, the synthetic plays like synthetic. It helps horses off the pace, but you know, there's there's no uh, you know the dirt last week seemed to play speed, but it's it's day to day down there. You know, you have to look at the wind, the way the wind's blowing, and. <laughs> if I, I take that stuff out of my mind, I just play.
4: All right, my man. Well, what are we doing today then?
1: Uh, first of all, about what Churchill's doing, I know yeah, exactly yeah. what they're doing. Go. Yeah, I yeah. know exactly what they're doing because if they came out with a ruling, the lawyers would come out and appeal and this and that. They're just going to drag it out, make no statements. The Derby's going to pass. Backford's not going to race, and tough cookies for him.
4: Andy, uh, by design.
1: Yeah, sure. Because yeah. if they come up with any kind of a ruling, you know, the, the lawyers will say, "Well, no, we're objecting to this, that." But if they don't come up with a ruling, there's nothing to object object to.
4: Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. Re- I know what they're doing.
1: They're, they're just it's 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 lawyers, right? It's, yeah, it's lawyers, All that
4: know. all that legalese, and uh, and the lawyers can stretch it out. Uh, their uh, hourly rates are pretty high.
1: Yeah, it's not only that. It, it's Churchill instructing their lawyers. Let's just drag this on so this guy can't, you know. Can't get in, yeah. basically.
4: Yeah, they don't want
1: him in, and I don't think he's going to be in in any way, shape, or form.
4: Well, uh, then uh, it's interesting to see how long uh, the owners of some of those horses, uh, nicely bred and, and, and very good uh, horses, uh, take before they have to go to another trainer to get some derby points.
1: Yeah, And, and you know what? Speaking of points, I think this might be the end of the points. <laughs> they might even change him before the derby. That's you know, the way to get around everything. Well, we don't think he's good enough out.
4: Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Hey,
1: I, I don't have I don't have a problem with Bob Afford, but it, it Churchill seems to. <laughs> <and> the, you <laughs> you know, think? the way Churchill plays, they don't play nice.
4: Yeah, you think they have a problem with them? <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I'm just saying Churchill don't play nice and yeah. I don't blame them. They're in a tough business and they play the right way. And, <laughs> you no. know, my hat goes off to them. Uh, don't take any anything from anyone.
4: Well, yeah, but I think we have to make sure that everything stays fair, and that they're just not uh, having, uh, you know, uh, prejudice against a guy or two for anything more than the rules of racing. That's for sure. And we'll let it play out. That it's a, it'll be our interesting soap opera in horse racing. That's for sure. But now we want to get some winners. What are you what are you doing for me today?
1: Okay, I just want to give a heads up because I won't be on in the weekend. That big race at the fairgrounds. Beware! There's going to be a T34 rolling down the track.
4: And will you divulge that uh, tomorrow for us?
1: Yeah, I guess so. But for now, people can figure out what I mean by the T-34. All
4: right. Well, let them figure it out, and then tomorrow you can give us the answer to your puzzle.
1: Okay. And today at Gulfstream Park, in no particular order, race three, 12,500 claiming a mile on the dirt. Uh I'm going to go with number two, Blessed Journey. Uh, Really could use the drop down. Those are real tough horses, uh, trapezoid, brass down, that... It raced against the last couple times.
4: Mm-hmm. I
1: think blessed journey is going to get a perfect trip and hopefully we get eight to one. All right. Number two, blessed journey.
4: Now, again, uh, that's the morning line. We know how uh, tricky that morning line and how uh, much it can change from one way or another. But in the third race today, you like number two, blessed journey, which is eight to one on the morning line with junior Alvarado aboard third race, the two, Tommy's first play in, in no particular order. What's the next one?
1: We're going to move on to race number six. Mm-hmm. Another, uh, an allowance, 16,000 six furlong dirt race. Uh, number four, free to fly is coming off the layoff has been working like, like, like a rocket ship. But having said that, uh, we're going to go to number three, simplify and hopefully uh, free to fly leaves us alone for a while. and, we can either steal the race or have enough to hang on and come second to free to fly so race six number three simplify and an exact box 3-4 with the 4-3 exact, they're pressed a little more, because the 4 will probably be tough to beat.
4: All right, the 4 free-to-fly is your 9-5 to five favorite, and that's the one you're trying to beat with a horse that's 30-1 to one on the morning line, and that is Simplify. So if you can get anywhere close to this horse finishing first and second, that exotic's going to pay off well if it stays around 30-1. to one. And it's only a 7-horse field, too, so the morning line maker doesn't think anybody's going to bet this horse.
1: Yeah, well, I think he's going to be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
4: All right. Sixth race, you like the three to upset the apple cart in the sixth. And, of course, box it with the uh, favorite in the race, the four. All right, uh, Mr. Massis, uh, we will uh, take your uh, little tease for the Risen Star, and uh, we'll give him the answer of that that, uh, puzzle tomorrow. In the meantime, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Hey, good luck, everyone.
4: Thanks, Roll. All right, you got it, my man. We'll come back, uh, chew a little fat with uh, John Lindo, and get you some winners at Gulf Dream from Jerry, and I'll give you the Twin Cue results from um, Sunday. All right, back on race day, Las Vegas. Uh, here's your Twin Q results from Sunday. Sunday's Twin Q was the seventh and ninth races at San Anita. The Seventh race paid five twenty. The winner did. Second place finish rate paid $4 even. I'm sorry. That was Saturday. I take that back. Scratch that. I knew there was something wrong there because I remember the long prices. So we'll get to the... Uh, we will get the sundays uh twin queue real quick here they are sundays twin queue at santa anita uh the uh, it was the 6th and 8th races at santa anita and uh simply put no winners okay no winners in the twin queue from uh sunday at uh santa anita the two santa anita races because uh, there was um, big prices in both those races, the seven uh, the uh, sixth and eighth races were the twin cues on Super Bowl Sunday. The sixth race winner paid thirty nine twenty. The second horse paid seventeen twenty. And as we said, in the eighth race, Jonathan's horse at twenty five to one finished second. That horse paid twenty four twenty to place, and the winner paid forty nine sixty. So there were no winners in the twin cue on Super Bowl Sunday, which means the next time they have a twin cue, there's going to be carryover. That carryover should well exceed. Uh, $7,000, so just giving you a little heads-up on that. All right, uh, John Leno, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Doing fine. Uh, you, you gave us a nice winner at Santa Anita, and and uh, they bet it down. Of course, Flavian Pratt was aboard a, on on uh, Sunday. Uh, uh, I keep looking at uh, Sundays uh, for you, some uh, That
3: was Saturday. I got beat by uh, yeah, a 9-to-1 shot on Sunday. Yeah, yeah,
4: you did. You got beat uh, by a 9-to-1 shot on <laughs> Sunday, but you had a nice winner on Saturday, and you're doing great work at... Uh, for at least on the show with the uh, Oaklawn, you, you know uh, they're really having a a good meet down there at Oaklawn, aren't they?
3: It's been a really strong meet, and it it, it looks like it's only uh, continuing on. You know, four days they've already drawn through Monday, mm-hmm. big field sizes every day, and good competitive racing, and yeah, uh, you know, l- lots of races with six, seven, eight contenders, and that's what we're looking for, so you can find some value.
4: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that that's absolutely for sure, and I got to tell you. That, uh, you know, the the um, races, the big races this week will be at, at the fairgrounds, of course. So they got the Alstall, the Colonel Power, the fairground stakes, the mine shaft, the Rachel Alexander, which is for the three-year-old fillies uh, trying to get to the um, fairgrounds oaks and on to the Kentucky Oaks, of course, the Risen Star as well. And uh, you have a thought about the Risen Star? Uh, you know, uh, O'Neal sending out uh, his uh, top horse there or at least uh, one of his top horses right now. Slow down, Andy.
3: I haven't looked at the race yet. Uh, It's a good field, though. And, uh, you know, it's the first 50 points to the winner qualifying race. So, obviously, a lot of guys that had options were waiting for that. Excuse me. You see Smile Happy in there. And, uh, you know, uh, guys from Oakland that are going over to ride include Rosario and and, uh, Flangeroo and Ramon Vasquez. So, some of those guys are leaving. And then one of the guys from California, Johnny Velasquez, he's going down to Oakland. He's going to ride... Uh, Oakland on Saturday when he comes back from his three-day suspension.
4: Mm-hmm. All I can say, well, I, and you, I saw your tweet the other day. Somebody was asking about the tweet with the percentages between Flavian Pratt, who's running away with the Santa Anita meeting and the jock standings, and uh, John Velasquez, who's doing great work, although he's got half as many wins, he's doing great work with the amount of horses that he's getting, right?
3: Yeah, but the point of the tweet was, you know, at Santa Anita, a major meet during the wintertime. Yeah. It's, it's mind-boggling to me that the leading jockey, Flavien Pratt, has 52 wins. The second leading rider, a good rider, John Velasquez, yeah. he's got 26. Flavien Pratt has 26 wins in front of the rest of the field at Santa Anita going into this week.
4: Amazing. Amazing. That's for sure. Well, what, what do you think about the uh, ongoing Medina Spirit thing? Now, they have that little, uh, you know, the hearing at, uh, at uh, Kentucky. No ruling was made at the hearing. No timetable was offered. I mean, really?
3: You know they're talking about changing some of the rules out there. Yeah. Apparently, the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission is not allowed to discuss any any type of uh, situation where there are hearings, regulations going on. So I think they're just abiding by the rules, but it makes them look bad uh, in this day and age where transparency is is you know almost required. You you have to do something, and to have it drag on this long, it's just a bad look for them. And uh, you know the, there's a lot going on out there. And one of the other rulings that came out of the Kentucky. Uh, Meeting is going to affect California from yesterday. Yeah. Uh, they've changed their claiming rules, and I don't know if you saw that, Ralph. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, they what they're going to do now is uh, starting. A, well, you know, I don't know what the start date is, but it's soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if you claim a horse in Kentucky, you cannot leave the state to race elsewhere for 30 days after the meet ends. So let's say you claim a horse at Churchill during the the, the spring meet to claim and run at Delmar. Yeah. Well, the spring-summer meet, spring meet doesn't end until July 4th or whatever it is. Yeah. You can't run out of state until August 4th.
4: And, and so that, uh, so th- that, that is uh, going to help out um, uh, the next meet up in, in Kentucky because those horses would have to stay there then, wouldn't it?
3: Exactly, yeah. They're, 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 their intention is to keep horses there. And a similar rule was uh, they tried to pass a similar rule, I think, in California a number of years back, and an owner sued the this California Horse Racing Board saying, you know, I should be able to run – my horse wherever i deem it is the best place to go so it'll be uh, interesting now this just came down let's see if there's a lawsuit on this uh, you know as far as uh, from from an owner someplace saying hey you know you can't tell me where i can go with my property
4: so yeah no uh, kidding uh, well there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, freedoms in this country starting to be infringed upon that's for sure with authorities out there we'll wait and see how that stands uh, i guess pletcher is uh, hoping to send Life is Good and Colonel Liam to Dubai for the big Dubai World Cup uh, day of racing on March
3: 26th. That is the next place, and Arad Ortiz is committed to ride both horses in Dubai, so Arad Ortiz will be going down there, and, uh, you know, uh, we'll see Life is Good hook up with uh, Hot Rod Charlie, but Hot Rod Charlie is going to have his work cut out trying to keep up with Life is Good.
4: (laughs) I know. He uh, polished off uh, the others uh, in Maydan already. As the prep for that race, but none of those horses are like life is good. That's for sure.
3: You no know, different kind of animal, and you know the other thing we saw since the last show on Sunday, Ralph. You know mm. the the overnights came out for Santa Anita on Friday.
4: Yeah.
3: Only seven races.
4: Huh. Well, they got a Monday card though, right? They got the President's Day card. So I, I would, yeah. I mean, you know, you look at Turfway Park, which is like it's a really neat little meet, but it's not a major meet like New York florida or california and they are loading up uh horses in 10 and 11 uh races a day and and are full fields there and then you get to to Santa anita and you hear this
3: well you know the, the purse money has gotten so strong in kentucky that that uh, it allows people to stay in kentucky for the year round circuit you know they they filled in the gaps with uh, the churchill downs meet in september uh they've had you know they have the uh then you have the fall meet at Churchill Downs, and over uh, Thanksgiving weekend, you start with Turfway Park. Mm-hmm. You race there till the spring, and you go back to Churchill Downs, and the purse money's so good. You know, for the horsemen who live and are based there, if you don't have to ship, you know, why why would you ship? And so. I got to
4: tell you, the summer meet there the, at the Pea Patch there in Kentucky, that's exactly. starting to get built up, too. So, uh, you know, we're— Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so it's, they're, on, they're on a positive upswing there, and it's you know it hurts places like California, unfortunately.
4: Yeah, no kidding. Your schedule this week for the uh, lender report: now that we got a President's Day uh, holiday program, both at Oakland and at Santa Anita.
3: Friday through Monday, Oakland and Santa Anita.
4: All right, you got it, my man. We'll uh, converse with you maybe tomorrow or not, uh, but we will certainly have you here Friday when we start it all up again.
3: Sounds good, Rob. Good
4: luck today. All right, you got it, John. Thanks so much. We're going to come back with uh, Jerry Jackowitz right after our final break.
3: Want to bet your
2: favorite horse, but can't make it to the race book? <laughs> South Point Casinos race book has the answer.
0: The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas.
4: All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Time to go out to uh, Jerry Jakowitz, who's going to give us uh, his thought about what happened in the Super Bowl and then a couple of winners at Gulfstream. Good morning, Jerry.
6: Good morning, Ralph. Well, um, you know, to me, the best player in football made the biggest play at the best time, which was uh, Aaron Donald taking down Joe Burrow's at the uh, and and the game ran out uh, because uh, it was on fourth down and he needed a couple of yards. Burrows needed a couple of yards and um, didn't get it. Couldn't get it from his back and. you know that's what the what the great players do. The Lawrence Taylors and the great the great defensive players do. They show up. The Richard Dents, the ones that really are dramatically excellent in my mind, they uh, they they come through at the biggest moments. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, Burrows uh, would have completed that pass, and uh, Cincinnati would have kicked a field goal at the very least to uh, tie the game up. I, I feel 100 percent about that. So Donald made the critical play at the critical time. It was that close. It was a real, and I, this, these were my words before the game. It was a real pick 'em game.
4: Yeah, it was, that's for sure. And uh, the uh, the sports books, uh, it fell just right for the sports book to rake up their biggest win ever.
6: Yeah, I'm I'm happy about that. I'm you know. Yeah. They need to win every now and then.
4: Yeah, so. yeah, sure, yeah. I know. Yeah, we don't want them to close. <laughs> we have to up, worry
6: yeah. about them, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
4: All right, anyhow, your power pages for today are uh, available at the uh, Station Casinos for Gulfstream Park. And you, of course, with the President's Day uh, cards coming up on Monday, uh, special oh, yeah. cards at Santa Anita, etc., you'll be doing uh, President's Day as well on e- on Florida and California, right?
6: Uh, what better way to honor... Uh, Gen- uh, General George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, and going out and doing a couple of race cards the, in their name.
4: Yeah, and for and, sure, and, absolutely. And we will uh, definitely try on on Monday. Although we won't have a President's Day show, we will try with your sheets and all that to get some pictures of presidents too.
6: Absolutely. Uh, well, not necessarily. You might like a Benjamin <laughs> rather than a president.
4: <laughs> well, I'll take a Benjamin. That's right. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Uh, we've got racing at Gulfstream Park today a thought of any biases or anything creeping up that we should know about handicapping there
6: you know i just you know it, it's it's like most look it has a little bit of a horse for course take you know horses that like have raced well at gulfstream typically are the ones you want to kind of bet on or use as your uh you know your swing horses in your uh spread races but and you know your horizontals but uh It's just the same kind of concept in horse racing. Try and find the fit horse, the horse that's really coming into form right now. Uh In the long run, you'll do fine. You'll you'll do really fine. You know, it's bet the the form horse over the fast horse.
4: Okay, and we're going to use that philosophy to get two picks from you in a minute. Go.
6: Okay. In one minute. Let's go to the second race for our first play, Ralph.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to take number four, Awesome Pudding. All right.
6: here, second off a of layoff, first time out. This is clearly a horse that likes Gulfstream Park. ran great in February 24th of last year. Then okay. had trouble. Okay. Comes back on the all-weather track, puts in a little effort. has been tuned up. Now he goes back to the main track. Nine to two, Gaffley on up. Take the four with the three, five, six, and seven. Do reverses and maybe press up. All right, we'll
4: you've for got 19 floor. seconds now. Second race, the four over three, five, six, seven, and reverse. Go.
6: Go to the eighth race. Let's take number one, Eagle Eye for Sappy. Joseph, win in place. Play the one with the three, four, five, and ten.
4: See, you could do it when you want to. Of
6: course I can.
4: All right. So in the eighth race, eighth race at uh, Gulfstream Park, to wrap it up, you like the one, Eagle Eye. Your link ups are three, four, five, and ten, and reverse $2 ROI, two to win on the one. So between you and Tommy Massis, you gave me three pieces of the late uh, pick four. So that'll 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 do. That'll be great. Don't forget the power pages for the rest. Right now at the uh, Station Casinos for Gulfstream Park, and until tomorrow, Jerry's just got one more thing to say, and I know we can do it.
1: Have a great race day, everybody.